out there in podcast land, this is your host, Severin Henderson, back again with another episode of Department 3C Presents, a podcast connected to fire. Um, Today, I have one of my oldest friends. I know I say that all the time, to, like everybody my friend, everybody cool, but I'm just that friendly, like that's, that's how I go. But this is one of my oldest friends. We grew up together for real, for real. We had a couple of entrepreneurial experiences together and now he's a full-time entrepreneur on his own in a whole nother state out of Ohio just like I am he then moved on to bigger and better things well I wouldn't say better but bigger things um I don't know if we see the video but he got his Cleveland shirt on so he representing as always yes sir that's what he's supposed to do Charles Nickens Chuck how you doing today sir man I'm doing great doing great wonderful 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 it's really good to see you and talk to you. I haven't spoken to you probably in at least five years or so. So, it's yes, sir. It's good to good to see you. How you been, sir? Man, I've been wonderful, man. Just living life, enjoying being, you know, enjoying this world. Enjoying this world. I like it. Okay. Well, let's talk about how this came about. Um, I had put out a post talking about how trying to get podcast guest is like trying to wrangle stray cats and you stepped up and said hey you know if you need somebody to come on I know what you talk about mental health and entrepreneurial stuff and you know it's not just a show just talking about fire stuff all the time but you know I, I'm here for you if you need somebody I'm like okay cool come on so I hit you up you hit me back you filled out my little form and everything which I appreciate thank you very much and um tell me about your journey and how you got to where you are, where you were able to reach out to me about talking about mental health. Um, that was, I've been in a lifelong struggle. So, so if you started like at 12 years old, I knew I couldn't work for anybody. So I knew I would be, a, be my own boss. But at 12, you don't have the knowledge or resources, mm -hmm. right? So I started doing anything, landscaping, and anything else, and I made a lot of mistakes and started learning from those mistakes. And then I had to find a mentor, and I reached out to the mentor, and he said, you need to find who you are to the core and find your passion and then turn that into um, or monetize it. So long story short, that's what I did. Okay. That's what I did. And, you know, through, through life, you go through things. And for me, coming up from where we grew up from on the same street, I was perceived in my mind that I was this guy that had it all together. I tried to help out everybody in the neighborhood and so forth and so on. But in the same time, I didn't have it together. Mm -hmm. I was going through my personal struggles. So I put a face on that, hey, everything is all right. And it took years of going through those struggles and not getting healed, I should say. And then I've made a lot of mistakes and hurt a lot of people or so forth and so on because I wasn't being true to myself or I wasn't getting the help because I didn't understand that you got to be vulnerable or have humility and all of that and let yourself, the real you, out. So um, got a mentor. Then I married my wife, who is expert in uh, mental health and done a lot of big big things in that, that, that world of uh, behavior and mental health. So she helped me heal. 
through a lot of different things. And then that allowed me to grow into the person I am now. So that sounds beautiful. I'm, I'm with that. That sounds very, I love that. That sounds like a, a, a huge journey. And we were together for, um, with each other on a lot of those journeys. We was trying to get stuff going, get things started. It'll break. We would try and fix it, put a patch on it, it, it hobble, yeah. hobble down the street a little bit more, and then keep it going. Yes, I mean, we wasn't, ter- yeah. we wasn't terrible, but we just had a lot to learn. So Yeah, we actually did pretty good for where we were. Considering. You know I mean, because... I mean, <laughs> It's you know a, a lot of times I don't see it as much now, but I used to see like on people's profile pages like school education, school of hard knocks, and yeah, that's kind of what we was we was hitting ourselves in the head with trying to get stuff yes. done. But we both knew we wanted to get something done. Like right. we we always wanted to help not just each other, but help the hood, help people around yeah. us. You know my goal even now i just wish i could go back and put everybody on with something <laughs> just, exactly exactly put the, put the whole whole neighborhood on but yep, yeah put everybody on yeah. but a lot of people they doing great things like and with the power of social media you know everybody shares just a good parts of their story and that's fine yeah. but those good parts are looking pretty awesome pretty good yeah 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 and see that's the funny thing about it like even when we were doing our thing it was kind of um like we would do it and we were doing very good for, like I said, where we came from. But if I knew what I know now, we would have went much further because for me, you was kind of like my person that brought me down and kept me even Mm -hmm. because I'm going to go out. I was that risk taker. I'm going to go out and jump full throttle, (laughs) take, but the problem I had is I would try to take the shortcut to the wealth. Yeah. So I was always hustling and hustling backwards. And that's the problem you have in life is we got we have to, as a people, stop hustling. Because when you're in a hustle, you always hustle. Mm-hmm. We have to learn how to be owners and 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 CEOs and taking, you know, taking that long journey instead of the short journey, because the short journey is going to turn you back and make you start off where you first started it. And I had to learn that. And I would have been worse off if it wasn't for you sometimes bringing me back down like hey <laughs> this might not be the best idea that's a big chunk right there yeah. now yeah. talk to us about that a bit more just talk to us about what you learned and put put me on put the listeners on everybody just give us some of those experiences that you were gained. i know we can't get it all in in an hour but it's the the key parts that you can give us i mean just simple um Going, starting a business and not going through the proper steps of business, not having all of your paperwork together, you know, your legal paperwork, not getting trademarked, not getting, you know, all of the EINs and the, the, the articles of incorporation and agreements together. Just bypassing that and just having something generic that, you, that you're good with the state, but you don't have operating agreements and all of that in order. You don't have a business plan in order. You don't have a, a space where you're where you're scaling your business out to see growth in your business, to see if my business is sellable, mm-hmm. see if I can franchise it out and just pigeonhole what I do and franchise it out because there's other people that want to buy it. 
or want to buy into. Mm-hmm. So just those things of, of just, you know, um, going half-ass. Yeah. Excuse me, I don't know if you... No, we got to eat. It, it said it in the okay. form. Say anything you want to say. We, we <laughs> got the explicit. You can... It's, so it's that's open. what it is. You know, going, not learning, not staying, learn, not... I mean, even as our people, we don't get mentors. Yeah, that's We very go through true. life and we're struggling and we're struggling to do it. But, you know, everything you do is, is always a, a, a roadmap to it. And someone that did it before you, so get a mentor. And that's why I had to learn being able to get a mentor and, and sticking close to that mentor, reading on a constant basis. I ain't saying you got to go to a four-year institution or whatever. Education is key. But if you ain't, you're not going to do that, you know, educate yourself. Learn everything it is and be obsessed with what we do or what you're going to do. What you're going to do, be obsessed with the process. I, yep. Yep. And you know what? One of the one of the other things you said that I didn't get to touch on. Um, you said everybody wants to hustle, side hustle, uh, upfront hustle, 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 and just that hustle mentality isn't really serving us. It seems like. Would you oh, agree with served. that? Oh yeah, it never serves us. I mean, think about it. everybody you know that hustle. We know a lot of hustlers. A lot Good of hustlers. Bad, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah good or bad and it take you down the wrong path right because you always will be in that hustle it don't it don't teach you how to leverage other people uh, you know none of that it just teaches you how to hustle and then you get to a point in that hustle where you tired of hustling and then you end up quitting yeah they you know get I mean? to that burnout yeah it's done yeah. but yeah. if you if you if you do it the right way and be learned and learn how to to leverage other people and, and do things the right way. Next thing you know, you're the CEO, you, you the owner of the company and you, you playing golf in the morning while everybody else working your dream. Right. Now tell us about the business that you got. Now you said you um, get business to teach them how to grow and scale and then they franchise or they um, sell yeah. themselves. So, yep. So I'll tell you about uh, one of this one I can't speak on because we are in the very developmental stages and, Everything ain't in order. Um, paperwork is being done now. I understand. But that that's going to be epic. But uh, so my other business called Black Rhino Garage Floors. Okay. And uh, we do all types of epoxy floors. Okay. So um, metallics, flake floors, solid floors. We do kitchens, basements, bathrooms. I mean, if you go on YouTube and put up, put up um, epoxy, you'll see exactly what we do. Okay. So we got into that. So start growing it, getting customers, getting clientele for ourselves. And now we get the process and we scaled it out till we have our fixed business model. And it's a science. Mm-hmm. So now we're franchising it out in 38 states. Oh, wow. So 38 states. Right now we're approved, licensed to sell our franchises. So we, we have a franchise in Tampa, Florida. We have a franchise in um, Jersey, and uh, the Atlanta area. Mm-hmm. So we, and a couple other states are in the works that we're actually going to have franchises up and running in those other states too. But so that's what we did. We grew it, scaled it, and franchised it out. So it's a beautiful thing. We have our own product. Um, um, talked on it. Black Rhino Garage Coatings, mm-hmm. or Black Rhino Coatings, I should say. And we sell our own product. So the products that 
they actually use from this is crack filler or the actual epoxy or the polyspartic. We sell those things. Okay. And it's, you know, it's our own. So well, that sounds, yeah, that's what, that that's what we're awesome. doing now. I like that. Um, so yeah, promote it, talk about it. You, you did, we're going to hit it a little bit more at the end. Um, but yes, we're we going to, hit it some more now another thing that you brought up you said you met your wife and your wife helped you heal um a big thing on this show for me is i'm a fireman i've been a fireman pretty much for forever as long as you know me that's been my professional career yes sir but at the side of it or the end of it that that i don't want that to be the thing that just defines me and that's it for my life um, and that's what I kind of encourage right. other people to do, because no matter what job you have, especially if it's a job where you're working for someone else, you, in my opinion, you shouldn't let that define who exactly you are. You know, you have other interests, other hobbies, other things you want to do. And that's kind of yes, that's what this show revolves around. I mean, we talk about fire stuff. We get into fire stuff. But I want people to have an identity outside of just that. So with that being said. You spoke about meeting your wife and she helped you heal. Um, mental health is real, especially in this career that um, I'm in now, the whole public safety and first responder thing with police, firemen, and paramedics. But people forget that regular civilians have these same issues as well. So can you speak to me about um, your issues there and how your wife helped you out? Yeah, so um, I would say right when we... Uh, had the barbershop on Warner. Mm -hmm. Most of y'all didn't know I was going through purity hell at that time. <laughs> we, well, I had a feeling, but you know, I can only get out what you want to <laughs> put out. Yeah, yeah. But no, but I understand. Pride, my pride wouldn't allow me to, even my closest, I mean, you, you were one of my closest friends. Yeah. So my pride wouldn't allow me to, to show my vulnerability of what I was going through. You know what I mean? And so I was depressed, um, had some PTSD, all of it. And um, what I did is I ended up hurting myself and hurting the people that was closest to me. So because because of pride, or I wasn't humble enough to, to reveal myself. Right. And then um, my wife... We, we've been knowing each other since high school, but um, we ended up reconnecting and uh, got back together and not really realizing that she was a big deal. So, well, she is a big deal in that area, mm -hmm. mental and behavioral health. So, I mean, did a lot of great things in D.C. government, um, private practice, doing her own thing. And she started to just, and it's hard to, to, deal with your husband because it's a different type of relationship right but because she has a big deal in it she knew how to deal with me and took me through a healing process mm -hmm. you know and it was hard it was rough especially taking it from my wife it would have been easier going to a, somebody else a different therapist right yeah because she know everything about me my intimate detail all of that stuff mm -hmm. and now i have to to be vulnerable to her where i'm supposed to be the, that guy <laughs> right so yeah man i mean a lot of just a lot of strategies and just dealing with with me 
And I mean, I'm different for it. Like I'm better for it. I can I can open up and talk to and, and apologize or, you know, make amends for the crap that I did. I mean, I, you know, like and and the crazy thing about it, a person like you that really knew me from the beginning knew like, yo, this ain't who you are, but this is who you are because this is what you're choosing to do. But, you know, because, you know, if you go back to the well, hood, what was I doing? I was helping everybody. Yep. Coach, you know, coach Chuck. Yep. Helping yeah, everybody. I was, yep. I was, I was that person. You know, my purpose in life at the core is to create and help. And I went away from that. And yo, you, you, you that story collapsed. So yeah, so that's how I healed, man. And now it's allowing me to be that guy again, setting up, giving back. So it's not about making the money and starting all these companies and doing all this. It's about really coaching mm-hmm. and teaching other people. Like we have a lot of friends that's doing business or or just strangers that's doing business. And a lot of people don't know the proper steps of doing business. That's so being so able true. to give that back, give that back. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's that's it. Well, that's one of the one of the offerings. Um, I don't know if you see all that stuff I put up. I have an interest in a company, and that's what we do is help people start their businesses properly. Um, we help them file their LLCs, whether it's an S corp, C corp partnership. Um, file the articles of incorporation. We we can either show you how to do it. We can do it with you while you hold your hand or we can all the way do it for you. So that's kind of the structure okay. that we have going on. Um, and I just, you know, honestly, from our time hanging out, I learned so much from you just period. Just what, you know, what we want to do, what we, we always just talk about, man, when we make it big, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. <laughs> And it used to, those conversations were so much fun, but now they, those conversations carry more merit. They carry more weight to them because they're like things to actually happen and do. They're not just pie in the sky. They're things that can happen. And at the same time, we're helping other people. So I I love the, what you're talking about, trying to get the other businesses going and, and help them out and help them learn how to do things. Even with the, the secret, not ready yet business. I'm with that too. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I, we'll talk, I, I, I will talk about that off air. Yeah. But, um, so it's so funny that you said that one of the businesses that we started, we never did anything with it. Right. But it was called Ford's Kings. Yep. I still have that lie that's what's up <laughs> that's the only thing that i probably kept live from way back yeah then. but that right there because that resonated with you know with us and our street and this and that i said one day we're gonna be able to revisit it and still keep that name yeah when you keep yeah, it going because i'm gonna meet you there yeah. in a little while <laughs> yeah yeah oh. so but that's good that you're doing those businesses of teaching people or doing it for them teaching them how to start their business because I'm an outsourcer, so mm-hmm. I st- I learned to stay in my lane mm-hmm. and do what I'm great at, and outsource all the other details of business to to the expert to do it. So even when I'm starting a, a, a business, I outsource all of that legal paperwork. Mm-hmm. 
outsource it. So now I know that you do it, then I can outsource. You can like, send them my know. way. Yes. That's so trademark. Trademark. Trademarks. Filing for the um entity filing every year, reminding them when to do it. Like I said, it's it's three different versions. It's we teach you how to do it. We hold your hand and watch you kind of do it, or it's just done yeah. for you. Of course, done for you is yeah. a bit more, but it's well, an option. It's, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. So even even building business credit, like I tell people that you have to build a business credit and yep. keep that and keep that up so you can separate yourself from it. You know, you talked about S corps and you know trust and all of those things that that you have to have to be effective in business. So yeah, so um, I'm gonna reach out to you. To um, I got a couple of things left to do, so I'll throw it your way. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm with that. Um, and then just like you said, I have people that, that the exact same way. Cause the thing that we always tried to do was take on everything ourselves. Like just yep. hey, this whole weight of this world, we just going to put it on our backs and we're going to walk around with it. And sure. That might look cool and look sweet, but that's not what's up. Yeah. That's not what's up. That's I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, you're going to collapse. There's too much weight on your shoulders, you know? Yeah. And I understand some people have to do it at first cause of limited resources. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you make enough money to take something off your shoulders, alleviate it, just give it to somebody else and let them run with it because that's what they do. Like my social media, I, I'm not a social media guy. So I need, you know, for everything I do, I have to hire social media people. I have to hire everything because it's up to me to post. It's not going to happen. Right. That's uh, now that's the one thing I am on. But I got a little I got a little um social media coach and he a younger guy. He's like, yeah, you got to shoot these videos like this and you got to hold the camera like that. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do all that. I'm I'm old, dude. But but yeah. he's he trying to get me. He's trying to get me on TikTok and Snapchat. And but you know yeah. what it is? Coaching. I you said it. I'm not good at it. You know, you're not good at it. What do you do? You go get a coach, you go get a mentor. So, um, yep. actually, can you speak to us a little bit more about that? Because that that's a huge thing that I think a lot of people are missing in this conversation. I, I mean, think about life. In life, we get coaches, right? You play sports, you have a coach, you have a trainer, you have all of those things to teach you how it's done. But we get to business and we try to do everything ourselves put it all in a box but uh our counterparts are taught this stuff early Mm -hmm. they have mentors Mm -hmm. you know they have people training them i mean if you go to malcolm x he had a mentor you go to martin luther king he had a mentor Mm -hmm. uh steve jobs all of these people have mentors but we try to make it on ourselves an individual i did this i i I built this from the ground up. I'm, 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 I'm. Nope, mm-hmm. not going to help it. So I realized, like, even though I was savvy and was pretty good at what I did, I never could could break the threshold and go to that next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, I grow, get $100,000, go maybe make a quarter, quarter of a million in one year or, or whatever. But I couldn't kick that door down. Because if you want to be a millionaire, you have to learn from a millionaire. Yeah. A thousandaire can't teach you how to make a million or he would do it, right? <laughs> He'd have been there already. Exactly. Yeah. So I just, I had to, and that was part of my humbling process. 
reach out to people that have done what I'm trying to do. Okay. And and say, hey, because your mentor is not going to seek you out. You have to seek your mentor out. So I went and found people that did what I did and asked, hey, man, teach me the secrets. Teach me the ropes. Yeah. Teach me what you did so I can duplicate it. And that's what I did. And I reached out and I have actually three great mentors. Oh, so you and say they, if you get just one, I'm going to get three. Yeah. 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 So I got three great mentors and man, they teach me everything. They give me books to read um, on a regular basis that I have to read, um, you know, and we all read the same books there, you know, all the time, but, you know, um, healing books, mm-hmm. uh, things to do in business and just giving back to others, you know, uh, the whole nine. So yeah, I had to reach a mentor. No so, doubt. And, and speaking about reading books, I mean, it's like you pick something different out every time. It's like a good song or a good mm-hmm. movie. When you keep going back to it, even though you already read it, you can pick something out that you may yep. not have had the capacity to hear before or to see before. So yep. I, I appreciate that coming from you too. So um, what else? What it was a, a few other questions I had for you before I let you go. Like I said, I ain't talked to you in so long. How's your family doing? Man, everybody's great. My mom's still on that corner. Okay. So, so everybody's great, living, um, you know, living life healthy for the most part. So that's that's all that matters. You hooping? Yeah. Ooh, brother, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I, um. Nah, Two days I, are over, man. I ain't <laughs> stopped that. I, I, I'm going to be 65, and I ain't going to be able to do nothing, but I'm going to be out there on the court with some other 60-year-old dudes getting it, getting man, it I, in. I'll shoot, I'll shoot with my kids, uh-huh. like just shoot, but run up and down the court. Oh, man. Nah, I wish I could. I'm still running I wish up I, and mentally, down the court. In my mind, I think I could do it. But if I get my body out there, it ain't it. <laughs> you just got to loosen up a little bit. Just got to get a little a little limber. I'll be like Larry Bird. had to stretch two hours before I play. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. He got, went out there and got it done. So ain't, ain't nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah, I, I, got I can play. I can still shoot, but I can't play. You can't play. Them days over. No. Nah, that, nah, them days over. I'm giving it to my son. My son think he's going to do the thing, so. He can have it. Okay. Well, I'm going to never say never. I'm going to still be out there. Uh, some, some young, And so, like, in the fire department, I went down to teach, and I met a lot of the candidates and a lot of the younger guys. And like, hey, you going to come out and hoop? And I'm like, these, these dudes is young and dunking on people. I might just have to file. I'm, I'm have to be Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna still get it in. I play with my um. It's a it's a guy at my house, and we have a basketball court at our house, and we play all the time. So, okay, it's half court, but I'm still I'm still doing I mean, something. That's cool. Yeah, that, that's good, man. I commend you because I'll be that guy grabbing your shorts, holding you. Yeah, I'll be all them tricks, them dirty tricks. Got to yeah. got to do I'll something. Be that old, I'll be that old hack box. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's gonna be. I, not no time soon though. I'm. Hold it off. Hold it off for at least man, I, 10 years. Sam, I like to be that guy that says, uh, man, I used to be good. I used to be, yeah. I'm going to be the old <laughs> dude. Like I'm still, I'm going to be like Uncle Drew from the movie. I have an old gray beard. And then, like, this is a podcast, and it's going to be up on video. But, like, if I don't, like, you got the, the nice beard pumping, look like little light-skinned freeway back from back in the day. <laughs> but I let mine grow out, and it's just 
gray. It's more gray in my face than it is in my head. So. Oh yeah, definitely. I got it too, but you just can't see it because I got the. Because you got dim. so much, you got the light dim. Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. Um, now you out of state, you out of you out of Ohio, just like I am as well. Um, you know, one of our big things was sports, 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 sports. You was a little running back, but you ain't want to be a running back. You wanted to hoop instead. Um, yes, sir. What you think our our team's gonna do this year? Our Browns. Uh, oh, I, I believe we have what it takes to go to the go all the way. I mean, we have everything. I Baker, thought we, last year. Yeah, we was just that was just the first. You know, it's hard to taste. do it your first time being. Yeah. yeah, we got the taste. So now I just. We have everything. Just Baker has to be the Baker of the second half of the season. If he's the Baker of the second half of the season with the new additions on defense, mm-hmm. yeah, we can win it all. Like I, we can win it all. So that's that's. I'm 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 actually gonna be home for you know a couple of those games. I have to be there for that. But yeah, okay. we, we I think we're gonna win it. I am too. Um, I know I'm going for the Chicago game for sure, and then. Um, Green Bay is close to me, so I'm gonna go there. Um, it's a Christmas yeah. game, so I'm gonna go up there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't figured out which one I'm going, but I'm definitely coming. Going, I got to go back home and take take my my youngest to the games because he he a Baker Mayfield fan. I don't know how that happened, but he a Baker <laughs> Mayfield fan. Baker got that swag. He he. Yeah, he got it. I mean, he, he got, got it. it. I'm trying to, Even when I'm he planted to that flag. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah, that's why I still don't like it. But <laughs> gotta let bygones be bygones. He played for your your pro team now, so I know, I know, I'm embracing him, but I'm trying to make him be a Miles Garrett fan. That's the that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, that's that's a oh, monster. Um, and Chubb, Chubb, he's so humble and and good at the same time. He's like a anomaly. He, he like he's great. So he he is what every athlete should be. Yeah. Like that dude is something else. Yeah. So yeah. I think they're gonna do something, but the calves suck. Yeah. That's what I was that's what I was gonna hit next, because that was our other they topic. Suck. The calves suck. They had a nice a nice suck. pick, and they, I don't know what they're gonna do with them, but they got them. So Yeah, Mobley, but you know, we took took two midgets in the backcourt. They was trying to be Portland. Midget. Yeah, you only got one midget at a time. Portland, Portland ain't never won nothing. So I don't know why you wanna be there. <laughs> That's what they was looking at, you know. Yeah, and then so. sometimes you talk about people for taking based off position when they could have took based off of skill and talent. So, I mean, maybe that's what they yeah. was thinking. I don't know. Because if that's the case, Port- well, you know what? Portland messed up twice because they should have picked Durant instead of Odin and they should have picked yep. Mike instead of um Sam Bowie. So Yeah. Yeah, they always mess up. But, you know, that, that's who they are. Yeah, but my Lakers are, um, you know. Are they your Lakers? You know, you know they've been my Lakers. I know they've been your Lakers, yeah. You know what, I'm confusing you with my other, I have another buddy here, he's a barber as well. And he loved the Lakers, loved the Lakers. Like, and I'm like, dude, you ever been to L.A. before? Like, is you from there or something? He was like, no, I just like the Lakers. I said, just, magic, just because. Man. He said, yeah, yeah, that's what he said, magic. Like, this dude got Lakers jerseys, Lakers hats, Lakers yeah. rings. So, LeBron got there. And I'm like, hey, Lakers, what's up? No, nah, he don't like them no more because LeBron there. He hate LeBron, but he still love the Lakers. 
So I'll put it to you this way. My Lakers and my Lakers, and we probably we, – we ain't going to win cause, uh, this year, but I love the Lakers. I always want them to win. You always like to – yeah, you, you ain't chased. I'm with that. Yeah, but I just don't think the team they put together is is going to last long enough to win. And I don't like LeBron's style of always got to recruit and Stack. get to greatness to win. Like you, you run to Miami to roll with D-Wade and Bosh. Then you saw that they was going to lose. So you ran to Cleveland, ride, ride out with Kyrie, trade everybody to get love. Now you Kyrie bounce. Oh, I'm out to LA. Let me get <laughs> Anthony Davis and Carmelo and all the senior citizens. So, um, no, nah, I don't think they're going to win. I think if New Jersey stay healthy, they're going to win it all. You sound like you sound like my dude. Y'all, y'all going to have to meet. We're going to have to get together yeah, one time. I, and... it, it, yeah, man. New Jersey stay healthy. Can't nobody beat them. And then they got Patty Mills, too. So, like, they, it's gonna, they'll be a problem. They, if they can stay healthy, we'll see. Um, last yeah. thing I want to hit you with. We talked um, real quick, real briefly on the other show that me and Troy do, um, Snowfall, oh, yeah. The Peak This, you said, yeah, you guys talk like y'all actually know what y'all talking about. So <laughs> I wanted to say thank you for that. And I had to promote oh, yeah. that on the end of this episode because I'm sure you're going to give it to all your friends and family so that everybody oh, can yeah, hear, hear this conversation. Yeah, Snowfall. That was a great – yeah, no, y'all real – like, I don't just give credit – for no reason, but y'all did y'all thing. Like y'all actually, you know, inform, watch the show and, and give real opinions. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that was dope. No, thank you. All right. Well, next time we talk, we have to see if we can get your wife. Um, I know she had some medical, didn't want to talk to me, didn't want to see me type of stuff, but yeah, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she, she willing, she, she said, you know, she willing to get on, you know, hit me up. Y'all can have a conversation and she'll get on and, and on your mental health side. And cause our wellness center is doing real good things. She, she is actively helping a lot of people out there. High end business coach. So yeah. Well, that's all what I want to know about. So, okay, sir. Thank you very, very much for being on here. Is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? Nah, man, I think we cover everything. Promote the, good talking promote the business. Promote the floors. So BlackRhinoGarageFloors.com to the website. You know, give, give everybody in your neighborhood Garage Envy. Call us. You're looking for franchise, a reasonable price franchise. Look us up. Uh, great, great fees. Make money. Um, can make a good living, decent living, honest living, and have a proven system, somebody to coach you all the way through for you to win. But remember, Black Rhino Garage Floors. All right, there we go. With that being said, we're going to let you get out of here and talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, bro. Thanks. This has been a Fire and Iron Media production. You have something to say, people want to listen. 